Brother Moretta's on. Ari Moretta's on. Yes, sir. Okay, we're yes, back. Uh, we're gonna say this Thank is you. part. This is uh, part um, uh, part three of this interview with War Hero, um, American Hero. That's what I'm gonna mm. refer to you as, American Hero. <laughs> okay. okay. I know I'm gonna part. Go ahead. The, the, the American Hero, uh, Ari Moretta's on. Now you are now a re- a, a, a reparationist. You have dedicated your life to the reparations movement. Am I correct? That's correct. Okay. What is reparations? Let's keep them short and succinct only because yes, sure, sure. Uh, we're running a tight on time. But um, what? how would you define reparations? Reparations are legal remedy for uh, crimes against humanity. That is, the, the child of slavery was a crime against African humanity, right? And uh, the so-called historical Atlantic trade, slave trade. And uh, so it's naturally for when that type of damage is done to a person or persons or people, that rep- reparations is a valid claim. And so that's what it is. Reparations is the, is, is the, the, the man to be repaired for damage and injuries done, in this case, to a people. Okay, and what people are you looking to be repaired? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the descendants of Africans enslaved in the United States to be repaired. Now, descendants of Africans enslaved in the United States include all those people that call themselves blacks, and they call themselves Negroes, Negritos, coloreds, uh, blacks, African-American, Afro-American, uh, people of color, Etc. Etc. Everybody that has a black skin that has they, they, their parents was born enslaved here in the United States, and we're the descendants thereof. Okay. And the first the first slave marker of the first slave coming to the United States is, is there in Jamestown, Virginia, where it recognized that the first African enslaved in the United States was right there from Jamestown, Ghana, to Jamestown, Virginia. Okay. Wow. Jamestown, mm. Ghana. Okay, I didn't know there was a Jamestown in Ghana. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. So, brother, uh, brother Ari, how do yes, the descendants of Africans enslaved in in the United States? How do they go about getting reparations? Well, but the first thing is that the legal issue, in order to get in court and to uh, file your claim for reparations, you got to have some standing, con- some connection to the injured people. And uh, uh, blacks in the United States had never really uh, established that connection with a specific group of people, right? They just called themselves, you know, this, uh, they were, they, they were African, descendants of African enslaved, uh, enslaved Africans. So we, did, we, myself and uh, Professor of Law, Vanilla Randall, she's a Mary Kay of Law out of Dayton University, University of Dayton. And uh, she and I came together because we was down in, D- in Baltimore testifying before the United Nations around our demand for reparations. That's where I met her. And so we got together because our position was clearly similar, and we set up this uh, uh, what we call the the descendants of African slaves in the United States think tank, DES, as the uh, as the factual group that were enslaved here in the United States, and that and, and, and we could prove that through from 1619 up to current day. You see, how so, can we how can we prove that? Is there is there, well, we oh, is, is there enough record? 
Yeah, so, oh man, records all over. I mean, every university got the record. You know, there's records of all of the of African slaves in the United States. That's dead. You know, start from Jamestown, 1619. Okay. That's where but, we start but, from. But weren't there? What, from what I hear, there were so many uh, uh, births of black people throughout the centuries where there weren't birth certificates, there weren't records. So it will it, will it be difficult to really? Find out who is actually um, uh, 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 a descendant of Africans enslaved in the United States, or is it not as difficult as 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 I'm making it sound right now? It's not as difficult as making it sound, man. Because you know, uh, while the, the while the records made made all the re- particular individual records may not be there, but the collective records of a people are there. Okay, it's called the facts and circumstances of chattel slavery. And you ask the question, well, who was enslaved in the United States? We say they was Africans. When were they enslaved in the United States? The record says 1619. Although Africans was enslaved brought elsewhere long before 1619, but the United States is the marker for this country. Uh, so we identify their own marker. 1619, Africans were enslaved in the United States. We are Africans. We are their descendants. Therefore, we are descendants of Africans enslaved in the United States. And that's, that's right at this point in time, that's all we need to do as a collective because they destroyed our peoplehood in enslavement. That's the first thing they did to us. They tore us away from our history. No. The movie Kute Kente, that, that, that scene where it, that he flipped uh, Kute Kente into his name, Toby. Yeah, from Roots. That was mm-hmm. from Roots. That was the that was a pure example of the destruction of our African civilization out of our minds and out of our hearts. Now let me ask you this much. Do you think there is that reparations is the only solution or do you think we can find black people the descendants of Africans enslaved um, do you think they can find a way um, out of the current situation even if the reparations is never received well reparations will be received brother the facts and circumstances don't lie truth will always prevail and that's the truth of the matter we are African. We are descendants of Africans and slaves in the United States. There's no counter to that. There's okay. no counter to that. All right. So, so okay. So, with, with that being no counter to that, you got to stand by your post. You got to stand by the truth that you know, and go ahead and continue continue to advocate for yourself. So that's what we're doing, and now it's finally catching on because the logic of it uh, cannot, you know, really cannot be contended with. I mean, it, it's only a preference that we call out. It's only by way of preference and identification that we call ourselves blacks. Negroes, African Americans, those are just ascriptions. Right. The description they don't tell you who we are uh, or what happened to us. Right. Descendants, okay. descendants of African slavery not tell you who we are, what happened to us, and where and by whom. Uh, absolutely. You see? I understand. So, I understand from All right, the- so now now as an individual probably you need a little money and time to, to research all that and come up with your family record. But as a collective, you don't need that. that. In fact, part of reparation is for the enslavers, the descendant enslavers of today, to make sure that they that the reparations include uh, include resources where they can trace their uh, African heritage without paying for it. That's not that's not shouldn't be something we have to pay for. I mean, something that is, it was an injury that they did to us. It was a crime. Okay. And so that should be part of the settlement. So let's talk about the the um uh, uh and we can get into what 
parts of the settlement should be and what reparations actually looks like? Is it just a check? Is it is it is it, I mean I don't mean just a check, but is it a check or is it um, other things outside of actual money? Um, but there's a uh, you're with Encobra. National Coalition yes. of Blacks for Reparations in America. That's the organization um, that uh, you're a part of, that you do your repar- reparations work uh, through, right. through that platform. Um, the bill, the HR 40 bill, can we talk about that and, and where we are currently with the HR 40 bill? Yes. Uh, let me be clear about what the HR 40 bill is. And the H.R. 40 bill is congressional legislation that to study and to make remedies for repair of descendants of African slaves in the United States. All right. That's essentially what the purpose of it is. We're in the United States. We're not in Africa anymore right now. And we were slaves in the United States, although some of us were slaves in, in the Caribbean. Some of us were slaves in Brazil. Some of us were slaves in Great Britain. But those of us who were slaves in the United States, we are under the United States Congress. So we got to go to them for our reparations. And uh, so we, in 1989, John Conyers, in, in association with the National Coalition of Blacks for Reparations, put together the, the first, first bill, the first draft of the H.R. 40 bill. And uh, it wasn't until uh, two years ago that after he passed, well, a year after he passed, that Sheila Jackson Lee, who's now the current uh, uh, person who's, who's handling HR 40, who's sponsoring HR 40, has now gotten to a point where we had the first hearing, first congressional hearing uh, before the Judici- Judiciary Committee of Congress on Juneteenth, 2000. 19. That was last year. And and speaking of, of Juneteenth, we this is this Juneteenth 2020, it was basically celebrated uh uh nationally as a national holiday uh due to events and I'm going to segue a little bit and we can get maybe double back to HR 40, but the current events, we are uh what a month removed from the the death of George Floyd. And then all of this civil unrest that has happened, which has uh, reignited the reparations um, uh, uh, um, talk through uh, everything that has happened uh, post George Floyd, with, with right. the, uh, 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 and 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 now we have the ear of, or even more of the ear of of America and the representatives. Do you think? Um, well, how do you feel about what's going on right now? Well, I feel about it. it's the natural course. It's the natural course of, of our struggle from 31 years ago. All right, we've been at this for 31 years, and so finally, uh, and, and doing that over that 31 years, we made reparation a household word, and we've now finally made it a word that elected uh, elected officials and candidates for offices are now using. Why? Because it's the truth. You can't counter the truth. It's history. <laughs> It's everywhere. And so you can't get around that. You got to find a way how to deal with it. And so they decided they're going to have to deal with it. This is a major question. They're going to have to deal with it if they want to be elected. And so instead of them, so every every, um, elected official or candidate for office now have some type of program platform with reparations in it. 
Because you can't, how long can you run from, from the truth? You can't run but so long. And so this thing that happened to George uh, just recently, George Floyd just brings brought all that up to surface. And the same thing with uh, Juneteenth. Juneteenth had really not been recognized even in the black community in a great sort of way. Only very segments of the black community, right. but the but the conditions of time bringing all that stuff together, we we hang our hats on what happened to us, what we can actually see and touch, and we can touch Juneteenth. That's a historical record. So we grab hold of Juneteenth and make that now uh, a a basis for us to reclaim our peoplehood. Absolutely, because the people who are claiming. Uh, People who are claiming Juneteenth as significant in their lives are those descendants of African slaves in the United States. Ah, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. There you go. And so, so, so that's that's why that's why I say that reparation will happen. It's just how it would happen, what it would look like. And so, one of the key questions now is that or concerns that we must always be aware we cannot allow elected officials or candidates for office to determine unilaterally what reparations would look like for us. And particularly if they are the descendants of enslavers. Okay, so, stop right there. And, stop right there. Yeah. Who should determine it and how will that be determined? Well, of course, the legal representatives and the, and the uh, plaintiffs Descendants of African slaves in the United States should be the determining factor. So should because be, we're the one should there we're be, one to bring in. The, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Should there be a board? And that's understood that it should be. We sh- that um, and I'm going to say we because I'm I'm part of that group. So yes, um, uh, we should be the ones determining it and determining who are going to be whatever whatever committee or whatever you want to call it would be putting together the uh, 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 the reparations. Um, agenda, if you will. That's right. How would, That's right. How, now, how do you think? Um, who do you think? If there was a committee that was uh, 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 created, it should consist of who within the um, dais uh, population? Yes. Doctors, well, we lawyers, it, scientists, activists. The best of us who are African descendants, all right, and uh, yeah, we we who've been and been uh, advocating for this and demanding reparations for a while, we reparations call it a reparations commission, and okay. that's what HR forty would do: set up a reparations commission. And of course, because this is a congressional commission, we have some congressional folk on it, but it will also have the people who are directly affected on it. You see, and those who represent those people. You see? And so, and then you can, with that, we go through the findings and whatnot. And once we have the findings and talk, and then start talking about remedies, then it's negotiation time. You see, we, the, the descendants of, 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 of the enslaved uh, of one side of the table and the descendants of the enslavers on the other side of the table. And we negotiate the deal based on the facts and circumstances that was found in the study and the remedies suggested by H.R. 40. We negotiate it because if we don't negotiate it, it's nothing more than welfare. It's those descendants of slavers maintaining their position, their hegemony, of telling us what they're going to give us. Right. Okay. And nothing more welfare. It's like, it's like, it's like the criminal uh, being the judge, jury, and the prosecutor. You see? And he's not gonna, they're not going to give themselves the right sentence, right? Yeah, they're not, they're not going to lock themselves up for 10 to 30. They're not going to lock themselves up, <laughs> so I'm saying. So, therefore, we can't let that happen. Understood. And, 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 and so, therefore, we must be a part of that commission. 
a very integral part of the commission, now, and we must come to that table as negotiators. If you, you could, see, if you had, if you could had, uh, if if this microphone or this phone call was being broadcast right now to every descendant of Africans enslaved in the United States right now, what would you tell them to do tomorrow? Well, I thought it was being broadcast to every descendant of African slaves in the United States. Isn't that what it's, it's, what it's going out to, right? It's going out to the world, right? Going into the digital, digital world, right? Yeah, and uh, so, well, I'm, I'm just, this is a little, little, little jokey joke. No, no, no. Uh, and, and it was a good one. So, yeah, we're going to make sure it gets distributed to, to, to each and every right. one. <laughs> so, I would say to them, I would give them an easy task. I'm not going to give them no heavy task because especially the ones that who, who don't even understand what reparation is. I would tell them this. Make the R word a part of your language. Just like you made the N word a part of your language, you make the R word a part of your language. You talk about it at the, at the water cooler. You talk about it at your job. You talk about it on your football team, your basketball team, your baseball team. That's what you do. You got to talk about it. You see, because you intrinsically know what happened to you. Mm, you see? Right. And all you, or you may not know as specific as I know, but you intrinsically know. And that, that we are old. So that's the first thing. That's the easy thing. Then I would tell them to contact the United States Congressperson and tell them to co-sponsor H.R. 40. Right now, we need just 22, 22 more co-sponsors uh, to get the H.R. Uh, 40 bill out of committee and onto the floor for discussion. Now, before June, June 10, 2019, we only had 68 co-sponsors. Can you believe it? Now we have 122. So you see that you see the impact of us being consistent, Absolutely. standing by our post, and continue to advocate and tell the truth. And so now the congressional folks now know, all right, and, and black and white. So now we only need 22 more more uh, co-sponsors to get it to, back to the floor of Congress for discussion. So that was the two my primary things I would tell them to do. The third thing. You got to identify who, for reparation purposes, you got to identify who you are and what happened to you for reparation purposes. And, I'm, and, and we, give the, we give you the answer, say we, the, fact, the true facts and circumstances, we say for reparation purposes, you are a descendant of African slaves in the United States. And you still can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. You still call yourself black, Afro-American, African-American, uh, people of color. But for reparation purposes, we've got to be an identifiable group that has no no experience but that of childhood slavery that distinguishes us from every other people. So no other people have that experience of childhood slavery but us in the United States. So that's why it's not going to be hard for us to make this case or to find supportive uh, family and people documents that support us. Okay, so when you say the third thing is to uh, 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 identify yourself as um, a descendant of African enslaved in the United States, how do you how do you identify yourself? Do you go get a card that says I am? No, 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 Deus? no, 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 no. no you, you, first of all, you got to do at least the basic thing. Is doing your studying, mind. Study, no, studying when was the first African enslaved in the United States. Just do that. And, you know, so then, you, once you see that the first African was slave in the United States, 1619, and all of us followed this, you know, generation after generation, 
right up to current day. We still have that descendancy. So that still makes us descendants of African slaves in the United States. That's the position. That's the identifiable people so basically, that had that. Basically claim, claim that identifier as your own. Yeah, you got to do it for reparation purposes. Okay. You know, I claim it for all other, some other purposes too, but for reparation purposes, right. you got to claim Specifically that. Specifically for, for I, reparation we, we say, purposes. We, right. We say it that way because we don't want to get into this name game. Who are we? Or whether I'm black, whether I'm white, whether I'm African American, whether I'm people of color. We ain't, that's not, we're not playing that game. You see? It's not, it's, it's really a repair game, how we repair ourselves. No, no. And we all. Now, uh, uh, Got it. It has to be like there has to be an identifier. Now I'm gonna That's ask right. you. I'm gonna ask you this um, because there's the other movement out here or movement that has a name of ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery, which is the same people. Um, is there a way that that can uh, ultimately come together as as since it all kind of represents the same people? Well. It can if we have the same intention and goal in mind. Okay. The, the first intention and goal in mind to repair ourselves as a people. And, you know, recognize, be able to be acknowledged as a people once again. And it's hard to get past this notion called American descendants of slavery as a people. Because we're not Americans. We're Africans. Okay. You see, so that's where we get. That's where it's going wrong. So there's a lot of politics so, in that so that's description the, of the the schism is between and, and those. That's right, right. Concepts. And you got to be clear yeah. about it because if you're not clear about it, if you're not, you don't drill down it. You will go for the okie doke and say, "Yeah, I'm a America's uh, descendant of slavery." Slavery has no descendants, man. People have descendants. The institution of slavery don't have no descendants. People have descendants. The institution of slavery have victims. Identifiable victims who are people, you see, and we said we are the, the people are the descendants of African slavery in the United States. Okay. You know, it's it's a it's a new independent uh, original thinking, but it's it's solid as a rock. Gotcha. You see, because now because of that, because that is the case, you got to say, well, why why is this just coming along? Because the descendant enslavers have always worked to keep us down, to keep us from getting reparations, keep from us getting of the awareness of who we are and what happened to us. You see, that's the role of the descendant enslavers to this day. They follow in the footsteps of their, their mother's mother's mother and their father's father's father. Okay. You see? Understand. And we cannot abandon our we cannot abandon our mother's mother's mother, not father's father's father. We gotta fight for them right today. So now who should they how 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 should people contact um uh, best get involved in the reparations movement. Uh, I would okay. assume it'd be through. I'll let you answer that question. Yeah, sure. Two things. I'm the current Northeast Regional Representative in Cobra. And so I function in the Northeast region. And so I'm going di- to direct everybody to the Northeast region. Although there's a national organization. I used to be the national co-chair one time as well. But I'm now the Northeast Regional Co-Chair. And my role is to develop chapters in the Northeast region. So I would, I would use this opportunity to encourage people to contact me directly. Ari Moretta is our Northeast Regional Representative at 215-850-1699. My email address is re.moretazon at gmail.com. All right, so say and, that phone number again and spell out the email. Okay, the phone number again is 215-850-1699. My email address is my first and last name. It's ari.moretazon 
M-E-R-R-E-T-A-Z, like a zebra, O-N, at gmail.com. Okay. And they can reach out to you if they want if they want to do um, uh, learn more about how you can become involved uh, in the reparations movement, the R word, to get more educated, and uh, also to um, uh, claim the identifier of Deus, descendants. That's right. D A E U S, descendants of That's Africans right. enslaved in the United States. Another point of contact and follow. We just. Uh, uploaded the new um, website for the, Inco- the Philadelphia Cho- Philadelphia and Cobra chapter in Philadelphia. It's called IncobraPHL.org. www.incobras. N-C-O-B-R-A phl.org and there's a lot of good fresh information there uh, we actually ought to go there and review it anything that might uh, pique your interest ask questions about it by all means do that uh, and, and in that context you can reach me at uh, uh, Ari Moretazan at ph at incobraphl.org okay. so, so there you go uh, the, the, the website is new and fresh we're looking for more input. Uh, we're looking for questions and answers. We're, we're looking for questions. We'll provide the answers for you. But it's a good educational piece that you can come in and get updated with what's going on with the reparation movement in the United States. Jack Dapper Blues Heritage Preservation Foundation is a tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit private foundation. Your donations, sponsoring, and funding allows us to create content that raises awareness of African-American traditional music, African-American folklore, and the black experience. Check the link in the description box to donate. If you wish to sponsor podcasts, documentaries, Series or underwrite ads in our newspaper, The African American Folklorist, contact the email address in the description box. Okay, brother Ari. Yes, sir. I called you the American hero, but I, I'm going to have to call you, uh, I think it's more proper to call you uh, the deus hero. That's right. There you go. Uh-huh. I, I, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to be contentious with you on the, on the beginning, you know? So I said, I, you know, I, I came around. You knew I was, you, you knew, you, you knew, I, you, you said, you, he, he'll right. come around, right? That's right. You, you're a genius, man. You're a genius, man. And hey, look, look, Corner, Corner, I just want to take time, take a moment, and I want you to conclude this in this interview to say thank you so very much for understanding, but being able to conceive of how important this, this interview was because of how it cuts across generations of uh, personal development as well as collective development as a people. Many, many of the black newspapers know about the story and they touch, they've, they've interviewed me, but they, they touched it on the friends. They didn't get into nowhere near what we talked about today okay. with the question that you interviewed, you asked me. And so I just want to let you know that you know, I need to salute you and others need to salute you 
just like we saluted Rob Wallace Terry for telling our story, the story of black soldiers in Vietnam. And you now telling the story of reparations here in the United States. And I want to appreciate you and thank you so much. Well, I, I appreciate you more, brother. Definitely. Mm-hmm. For all, mm-hmm. all, all that you've done and continue to do. And it's a story that needs to be uh, continue to be told and uh, and be heard. And the fact that it is uh, it, it is it's pinnacle is towards reparations, which is to me the the, 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 the the personally is the most important movement that we can have as as, as a people. Now we talk hold about hold, 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 we call that movement the crossroads solution. We call reparations the crossroads solution uh crossroads solution for our human capital development that the repair of ourselves as a matter of policy in the context of a reparations accord for for deaths in America. There it is. Absolutely. It is. Now, I don't want to mm-hmm. get too deep into this next question. Um, there's two okay. things I want to talk about, right? One, I want to get just a little snapshot of what reparations in your mind would look like because a lot of people, um, you know, just think of, I, I mentioned it, we had a, a, at my job, and I'm, uh, you know, of Juneteenth, we had a, a lot of people conversing um, in a conference call, and, you know, I mentioned reparations, and somebody, you know, was like, well, uh, uh, everybody just wants, you know, you guys, you just want to check. Um, and it was a brother who was like, oh, we just, you know, we just, we just want to check. And it, it's, it, it can be, and, and there's nothing wrong with a check, but it can be a lot more than just a check um, when you're talking about the design of reparations. How would you, if you, if, if you had to, if you were designated the designer of how reparations would be um, rolled out um, to the descendants of Africans enslaved in the United States, give me a quick little snap uh, uh, snapshot of how you would roll out reparations. I said, I just hope you get a lot of benefit from this interview, man. Well, I, I, because I, I hope we do too. Go ahead. Oh yeah, you will. You get it out there. You will. So my question was, if you were designated the sole designer of reparations how would you quickly succinctly uh, give me a snapshot of how you would uh roll out uh um reparations to uh dais would it be everybody would it would it be a check and then that's it no 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 and first of all uh it'll be in the context of one repairing the destruction the repairing the monstrous destruction of our life of our culture and all of our human possibilities. What that means? That means that we got to start developing our, being able to get the language right again, that we're no longer slaves. That got to be corrected in all the history books, corrected in all the religious, religious uh, books. And, and, and that we must begin to recognize ourselves as a people again, one people who was enslaved here in the United States. And out of that comes our economic, we develop economic programs, we develop educational programs, we develop uh, health programs, we begin to rescue our political prisoners who fought for us uh, under all this, under, under the system of uh, institutional enslavement and paying a big price, an uh, illegal price for it. And we should be able to uh, have 
of free repatriation, free dual ship in any country in the on the continent of Africa. You know, so those are the base that's broad but specific though. And so uh, in terms of the specific types of programs you talk about, you talk about owning and controlling uh, your economic institution. You talk about owning and controlling your education institution. You talk about owning and controlling your uh, health institutions. You owning and controlling uh, your uh, ability to claim who you are once again and reunite with your people on the continent of Africa. Now, there's a lot of other things that can go for, and, and we laid it out under those five categories before the United Nations. And you can find that or that testimony, those five areas under uh, um, the uh, Encobra Encobraonline.org is my is my extended remarks before the United States. And it's about a 12-page piece of testimony where we 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 was very specific to lay out the injury areas and the repair for each of those areas I just named. Okay. Excellent. So, encobraonline.org and that information. And look, look, and look for the remarks of Ari Moretazan before the United Nations Working Group on African Descent. You've done, a, you've done a lot. You've done a lot, brother. You're up there going straight to the United States. Direct. Direct. Well, hey, direct that's right. <laughs> direct you got to do it, man. Look, yeah, you got to fight. Do it. You, you got to fight the people who, 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 who were slaves. You just can't fight. The folks, the, the enslavers over in Britain, you got to fight the enslavers right here in the United States. The bully hit you in the, in, in, fight you in the United States, you got to fight them right back, right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Now, this you know, is, so. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying that's just my basic philosophy of life, man. Understood. You fight the bully where he, where he is, you know? Understood. Now, this is my final question, I believe. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the future. I want you to, and I'm going to, let me see how I'm going to word this here. I want you to project. I want to get in, into creative mode and, and, and vision, in, envisioning mode. We have achieved reparations. Deus has received reparations. What does that look like? What does America look like? How is America operating? How was Deus? Like, what? what is that? Because it's hard I got for me to got, imagine it. I got you. You know, vision is about the end of the day. What, what, you, what you see, what, how you want things at the end of the day. And so at the end of the day, reparations look like a, a total different United States of America. It'd be more inclusive. It'd be more economically uh, sufficient because what we'll do, we'll bring in all those resources that come from reparations, which basically is our tax dollars at the at the federal level, state level, and the city level. So we all we're doing is say, look, apply that money that we paid into the system to uh, repairing ourselves, you see? And and so that's the, the, the end of it will be just that, an uh, independent people once again, a human, uh, a human again that can sit at the, the table of humanity recognized as a people once again. See, right now, blacks are not recognized as a people. Uh, African Americans are not recognized as the people that can sit at the, represent that same people at the at, at the table of humanity. We have to be able to say, ah, we while we don't know the specifics uh, because it was destroyed, our civilization was destroyed, but we do know we are descendants of Africans, enslaved in the United States. That's the unique people that we are because we was enslaved under those unique circumstances that did not happen to anybody but us. There's no discussion about that. Okay. 
Okay. So that's that's key for me, man. I, see, people who deserve everything and everything else follows. Absolutely. Understood. Understood. Well, I think um, first and foremost, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, 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 speak with me. This is uh, uh, on behalf of, uh, especially on behalf of uh, uh, of the this newspaper, the African American Folklorist, because the the intention of this uh, periodical is uh, to to bring awareness of our peoplehood as you that's right. as, as that's, the that's word right. you like to use that's what and, it is and you know the a folklorist when you think of a folklorist um you know you're thinking of somebody who kind of tells the stories from way back when you know um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that we can understand the, the the importance of having a folklorist is so that we can stay connected to our peoplehood. Hello, and, come and, on, somebody. And understand our peoplehood. So oh um, I, I think this uh, this this interview and this conversation is is very uh, apropos to what this uh, newspaper is all about, and. Um, um, uh, uh, I'm just proud and, and happy that we were able to take the time well, to deliver this, this content. You, you're a very special person to our people, Colin. Remember that. Believe that. And you do your job as you know you can do it. Don't care about what anybody say or what anybody believe about you. Just do what you know you're called to do with your skill set. Absolutely. Well, I will do that, and I appreciate it. Any last words you want to say to the people out there before we... Um, close this out yes reparations now reparations in our lifetime that's the call for today in all these protests add that to your protest reparations now reparations in our lifetime reparations now reparations in our lifetime this is yes, brother sir. ari moretazon the deus hero <laughs> the hero okay. of the deus <laughs> Okay, my brother. All right. <laughs> you got me, man. All right. Talk to you. Okay, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. All right. Much. Bye now. All right.